Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Megan Kay about her Disney wedding at the Four Seasons Orlando on Walt Disney World property. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she chose the Four Seasons and what the planning process was like, and of course, how everything turned out. So welcome, Megan. Hey, Carrie. Thanks. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. (laughs) I'd love to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided to have your wedding at the Four Seasons. Well, originally we were looking at doing an escape package through Disney's Fairytale Weddings, but we felt that the 20 person limit on that was just kind of restricting because we had about 30 or so people that we wanted to do and we didn't really think we wanted to bump up to doing a wishes. And so we started looking at other venues and happened to run across the Four Seasons and found their website. And I just reached out to them, um, you know, to just talk to them and see. And like from the very beginning, they were so accommodating. They were very responsive. The pictures were beautiful. So I told my husband, fiance at the time, you know, let's check it out. You know, it looks really beautiful. And, you know, this might be a good alternative since we can have more people, but still kind of an intimate ceremony. And that's kind of what led us there. And we're very happy with that choice. That's fantastic. How did your friends and family react when they found out you were going to be married at Walt Disney World? They were not surprised at all. My husband and I are both big Disney fans, and some of our friends and family actually are pass holders as well. We live in Louisiana, but we go to Disney about four times a year, so they were not surprised. There was a couple that were like, why don't you, you know, get married at a plantation? But they didn't push it or anything, and they were all very excited for us, so it was great. That's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We only invited about 40 people. We kind of narrowed it down to the people that we knew would probably be able to make the trip. And we had a kind of like engagement parties for friends and family um, in Louisiana, as well as my hometown in Kentucky for people that we knew that we weren't, wouldn't be able to make it. So that's why we just kind of limited it because we didn't want to send out a whole bunch of invitations and knowing that a bunch of people wouldn't be able to make it anyway. And how many were able to make it? We, including my husband and I, there were 34 people there. Oh, great. That's a good, good size. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was perfect. Now, the Four Seasons offers a couple different collections. They have packages, and then they have sort of build your own. What collection did you choose? We did go with the Intimate Package, and I think that one said that when I originally saw it, it was like 30 people is what they said on the pack But I worked with my wedding coordinator, and they were very accommodating to let me have a few more people than that. And it was actually like over was children, which I don't think that made a difference. but. And then the restaurant that we use for the reception holds up to 36 people. So that, you know, kind of worked out that way. Oh, that's great. So what venues did you choose for the restaurant and then for the ceremony? 
So for the ceremony, we were married on the Eureka lawn. And then for the reception, um, which included a cocktail hour and a dinner reception, we had that at Kappa. Got it. Okay. Now, did you use the Four Seasons recommended vendors for floral, photographer, things like that? Or did you find your own? I actually did. So the Four Seasons made everything so easy. When we did our initial deposit with us, all the vendors started reaching out to us and they contracted them and everything. And then we were able to add on as wanted. But as the vendors reached out to me, I did research their work and everything to make sure that it was something that I liked and, you know, that I liked actually working with them and communicating with them. And everybody was really great. The only vendor that we didn't use and we still kind of did was for our officiant. My brother ended up officiating because he's an ordained minister in Jacksonville, but we still use foundational ceremonies for the music. Just we didn't use their officiant. Oh, that's interesting. Did you hire a musician through them or? They actually have a music package that they do separately, and I I didn't know that, but they have the marriage license portion, and then they have the officiants, but Diane Tossi, I believe her name, she does does the music, and I believe she does other music packages for the Four Seasons. I don't know if they do other venues or not, but I had told the officiant, I believe it was Lon, that had messaged me and said, you know, I will be your officiant. And then I spoke with Sasha, who is my wedding coordinator at the Four Seasons. And I asked him if it would be possible for my brother to do the wedding, because that would mean a lot to me. And if that was the case, would I still be able to use sensational ceremonies for the music? And then they communicated and then got back to me and said that would be no problem. So I don't know if they normally do that or not, but they were able to do it for me. Interesting. And when you say a music package, does that mean you had recorded music or you had a live musician? It was just recorded music. They were able, they just set up, you know, the speaker and everything. And then I sent them over my music selections and she gave me a list that I could use or she told me I could pick my own and then, you know, how many songs to choose and for where I wanted it. And she went, she did everything else from there. As long as it was something she could get from iTunes and it was available to me to use. Wow, that's really great. Mm -hmm. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline of how the day ran? Yeah. Yes. So that morning, my husband actually stayed at the Four Seasons that night, but we didn't check into our room and he did that later. So I reached out to Sasha and we started the day at nine o'clock because I didn't have a wedding party, but I had my sister-in-law and my best friend and my future sister-in-law for all of us to get ready um, together. So we started at nine o'clock in the morning and then they came and got my dress and everything and pressed it as well as um, his suit at around 10 o'clock and then we just continued to get ready and that was on a timeline the first look was at 3 30 and then the ceremony was at five o'clock the next thing was we had a champagne toast right after the ceremony right there on the lawn and that was at 5 30 5 45 we started a cocktail reception in the um, bar area of kappa and then six o'clock was when the reception started which was in the pamplona room which is right off of the um, bar area up there at kappa That's interesting. And is Kava open at 530 when you were doing your cocktail hour or was that before it opened to the public? They were open to the public, but they were able to block us off a section of the bar area that was just my guest, which was really great. That's cool. Did you add any additional events like a welcome party or a dessert party? I did, but I didn't go through Disney. I could have because I actually did a separate room block 
through Disney because we wanted to stay on Disney property for the advantage of fast passes and things like that. But we did do a dinner for 30 people at Ohana the day before the wedding. And then we all went to Magic Kingdom that night and had a good time. So that was the only additional thing, but it was just I planned it on my own. Interesting. And then how did the room block work? Were you able to offer three different resorts and did you have the same 10 night minimum? minimum and I actually only offered two resorts. I started out with three but everybody seemed to be gravitating to the same resort at Port Orleans Riverside so I was able to email the group's team and ask them if they could get rid of the rooms that we had originally at the Yacht Club and add more rooms at Port Orleans Riverside and they were able to do that for us and we um, went I think only one room over the minimum. So it was kind of close and I was a little nervous because I was afraid I have to pay extra if people didn't, but it worked out. Got it. Okay. So when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention or you focused your budget? The most important things to me were the, I would say the photography and then also the dinner at Coppa. I just knew that I wanted to have the dinner up there primarily for to enjoy the fireworks. And so the timeline of that was really important to me. And everybody having a good time was very important to me. So that's why I focused all of my attention there. Got it. And what did you do for a cake? Four Seasons made my cake and it was delicious. It was kind of, it was actually because we're from Louisiana, I did a Louisiana inspired cake. So I'm not sure if they could do anything Disney, but to Disney-fy it, we did have a custom cake topper made and it had a castle on it with the date of our ceremony and it had our name. So it was like a combination of Louisiana and Disney that way. Oh, that's interesting. What was the Louisiana aspect? Was it a king cake or something? And we actually thought about bringing like mini king cakes or donuts from here, but they, they do charge like $4 a person to bring in from the outside is what I was told. But um, the way we incorporate it was we had like um, a scroll work around it and then we had it decorated with fleur-de-lis. Oh, nice. Yeah. So which aspects of planning were less important to you where you saved money or you saved your time? I would say some of the decorations, floral wasn't super important to me. We did have flowers at the ceremony at the altar location, and then I did pay extra to upgrade my bouquet. But as far as Kappa, it's so beautiful at the Four Seasons, so things, it doesn't need a whole lot. But basically, I just did linens, and those were the only thing that I had a vendor do for me in Kappa. The rest of it, I was do-it-yourself. I did the centerpieces and everything myself for that. That's interesting. So they let you use an outside vendor. Oh, it was one of their approved vendors. Right. And I, it was that was a little bit confusing for me because I wasn't sure if they provided the linens or how that worked because I know they have like other packages and stuff and I did the intimate one. And so it didn't include like color linens or anything. And I knew that I wanted purple because our colors were purple and gold because we were going with the Louisiana Disney-ish theme. And so I just emailed my wedding coordinator at the Four Seasons and I asked, you know, how that worked. And he gave me a name of somebody. And then I contacted her and they took care of everything from there. The only thing is they had to have that vendor like with the times and everything lined up because they also did the chair sashes for me, the same people that did the linens for Kappa. Oh, nice. Okay, great. So what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? My favorite memory was probably the ceremony, during the ceremony, the fact that my brother did the ceremony and he was able to personalize it because, you know, he knows me and my husband so well. And he actually threw some personal things in there, funny and whatnot. But then during the vows, 
my husband got teary eyed and I kind of wasn't expecting that because uh, he's just not really a crier. And so I really loved that. And that was very memorable to me. Oh, that's wonderful. Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Actually, no. There was like maybe, okay, one little hiccup was that my husband forgot a belt. But I mean, that's like so <laughs> tiny. And he went and bought one that he went and bought one that morning um, somewhere there in the surrounding area. I'm not even sure. He maybe went to Target or somewhere to grab something really quick. But as far as everything else, I mean, it, it went off without a hitch. I didn't have to question anything. The Four Seasons staff really know what they're doing when it comes to weddings. And I was so worried ahead of time, you know, well, what if this goes wrong? What if that? And then the day of nothing, everything was perfect. That's great. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be? I guess one of the things that I was worried about was the timeline of everything because I wasn't sure how it worked. My ceremony was at five o'clock and I found out, I didn't even think about it when I initially booked it then. The night of the ceremony was on a Sunday night. There was also a Halloween party that night. And it was important to me that my guests saw the fireworks, especially Magic Kingdom. You can see Epcot as well, but I really, Magic Kingdom was more important. And so I was like, oh no, it's going to be even later night because fireworks aren't until 10, 15 tonight. But it was also great because it was a Halloween fireworks, which are even better than the regular ones. Um, so the timeline, I was like, oh, they're going to have to wait another hour. So I added in like cocktail hour. But I think even if I hadn't, it would have been fine because everyone really enjoyed just taking their time and socializing and just really just enjoying, you know, the meal itself and spending time together. So it, it wasn't a big deal like I thought it would be. That's interesting. So you were using the private room at Kava, and then how did you get people, like, were you just checking your watch, and then at five minutes before you said, hey, let's all go out on the balcony and watch the fireworks, or how did that flow? The staff actually let us know, because the coordinator at Kava that I was working with, I had told her, you know, that she knew that the fireworks were important to me, and that I wanted my guests to be able to see them, and we did the four or course meal, and so they just kind of timed it so that things came out in the right amount of time instead of, you know, really, really fast. I wasn't expecting this part and I was kind of keeping an eye on the clock a little bit, but the staff that was working our dinner actually was keeping track of the time and everything like down to when they were going to bring out the next course to when we were going to go see the fireworks, when the cake was going to be cut in between each fireworks and things like that. So it was, I didn't have to worry about it like I thought I did because they worried about it all for me. That's wonderful. Was there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? The one thing that I guess I know now, and not so much because the Four Seasons was really helpful with everything, and they're so amazing, but I will say that um, we were kind of, we had a specific budget that we were looking into, and that's one of the reasons why we had looked at an escape package, and then we were looking for alternatives that would be, you know, in around the same price range. But the Four Seasons actually ended up being a lot more expensive than we initially anticipated. And part of it was the dinner at Coppa, so I do know that. But if, it's not easy to make it a more affordable option than Disney. And I thought it would be in the beginning, but it wasn't. <laughs> That's interesting. That's a really good piece of advice because, yeah, if you just look at their package prices, you think, oh, that's about or even less than Disney charges, and it seems like you get more stuff. So interesting. What kind of drove up the price? You mentioned the dinner. The dinner, yes, the floral. So like, so you get with the package that they do, the intimate package, you get a bouquet, but they give you a 
list of like five different ones to choose from. And none of them looked anything like what I wanted, not even close, like in colors. And I thought, well, maybe we could change this out, that out. And then I sent inspiration photos. Ended up, I had to pay extra for my bouquet, a, a decent price for my bouquet. Extra like $150 on top of what the Four Seasons put toward it. And then I had to pay $250 a piece, I think, for my each um, arrangement that I had just at the ceremony location. And that's why I kind of cut back and I didn't ask them to do things at COPPA. Because COPPA alone, after the final bill came out, it was about $8,400. And that was with 34 people. And three of them were children. Wow. Okay. This is really good to know. Yeah. So uh, it wasn't, you know, I, I maybe I could have done another type because I know they have other like ballrooms and things, things like that. But for my size group, COPPA was perfect. I wanted to do the fireworks. In order to have something other than beef for your meal, you have to do the top tier choice for your meal selection. Like they have like, I think it's 125, 135, 145 per plate. We had to do the 145 to be able to offer fish and beef. Okay, this is really good to know because, yeah, sometimes those little things or what seem at the time like little things can really start to add up. They do. And then, you know, they, the photography is included. But like I said, that was really important to me as well. So I spoke with Victoria, you know, and I added on more, and which was completely worth it. I haven't even got my photos back yet, but she showed me some like on her camera. And I'm very excited to see them because I'm know they're going to be amazing so like you only get your limit with what they give you even though you do get stuff like you have to stay within what they give you if you want to keep those prices down got it okay do you have any other tips or advice for someone considering a wedding or vow renewal at the four seasons I would, I mean, yeah, I highly recommend it. It's so, so beautiful there. Like, and, you know, we looked at other locations and stuff, but that one just spoke to us. But my one of my favorite things about having the wedding there was how wonderful the staff was and how easy they were to work with. I mean, anything that I asked for them, they responded to my emails like within an hour. I never had to wait a long time to hear back from them on anything. So I really love that aspect of it and it just made the planning process so extremely easy so I wouldn't change it for anything in the world that's wonderful to hear yeah (laughs) well Megan thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's considering a four seasons wedding especially if they're comparing it to Disney's escape collection and I appreciate your taking the time you're very welcome thank you so much for having me That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, Check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>